Hi and welcome to another episode of DJ and BJJ with me, Irish Mike, and my co-host Ken. Hey, we're <laughs> back in the room. Yeah. I wanted to uh, initially address some uh, some uh, criticism I received at the weekend about how I uh, how I say my name at the start of the show um, when we were out for for drinks after training. Everyone was saying that I was taking a piss out of how dead plan I am. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to try different different approaches to saying Ken. It's quite a like, you know, a one-syllable word that kind of lends itself to coming out quite like Ken, so... Okay, I understand. I actually, I was coming in, uh, it's funny you say this, because I was coming in um, just when we were getting here, and I said, well, I just come in like a radio, radio DJ voice for the crack. I go, hi, and welcome to B- DJ and BGG with me, Irish Mike, and my co-host, Ken. Hey, Ken, how are you getting on today? You know, <laughs> and I just said, no, I won't. And then I was wondering why you jumped out of your chair when you said your name. Yeah, got get, got, I was told to put some energy into it. So there you go, critics. I hope uh, I hope you're happy. And if not, don't worry, there'll be a different uh, different approach next week. But uh, Something to look forward to. Exactly, exactly. Keep listening for, for the different Kens. How you been, Mike? Anyway, it's been a, been a while since it's been just us two. Back yeah. to... Uh, Back, Back to, to basics. Single-digit listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for thanks to Andrew for coming on. Um, it's been received really well. But um, yeah, back in the fucking on the roller coaster on the way back down. I was on the way up enjoying things, and now it's on the way back down. Just fucking don't know in my own head about my jiu-jitsu. As I'd say, if it was talking about someone else, I'd say his head's falling off, and that's kind of the way I am at the minute. I think. What do you mean? I just fucking I don't know. You're, I think ego is a fucking thing, even when you don't think you have an ego, you know, that kind of way. Um, like fucking, Big, one of the biggest myths is there's no ego in, yeah, the, in the sport. Yeah, just, you know, I think it's probably speaking to the level of other people getting better rather than my own uh, my own level. That It's just people, you be rolling what you're feeling you should be doing better against, or you're getting caught in things that you shouldn't be getting caught in. and things you know are coming like I mean we had a role last night I mean I was rectire was like oh you're going for the air bar or oh, go triangle yeah. and I know it was a bit of a bounce a bounce of role and yeah, it's actually it's actually something that I think we should ask people if they're if do they hate it when people talk while they're rolling because yeah, I like to give a bit of shit every now and again that's a good one like with with my mates I think yeah a bit of banter is is fine but um I did nearly get my get my tongue um I, if I wasn't wearing a gum shirt I think I would have probably bitten off the end of my tongue but it was a uh, Rolling with squish actually, and I ended up uh, catching a knee in a transition. I think it was squish. Um, it was a, it was at my house anyway, and um, I bit my tongue into my into my gum shield. So like my tongue was between my yeah. bottom row of teeth and my uh, and my gum shield, and it was so numb where I bit it so hard. I like, genuinely thought I'd bit off the end of my tongue. So okay. I was looking round to see if like a bit of my tongue had come out, and then uh, yeah, feel it feel in my mouth to see if there was a or looking at my hand to see if there's any blood. But yeah, that made me uh, made me. Think about when I'm uh, when I'm rolling and chatting, but uh, I think of when it's with mates. Like you can have a bit of a laugh, but it really does some people's head in. Yeah, some people. That's what I'm saying. But like, I think I might get away with it because of the way my personality is on the mat. I think maybe there might be a certain amount of it. Like Rob will be fucking me up, like, and I'll be on the receiving end of some fucking torture, like, and I'll just I'll I'll chat to Rob purposely because I think he finds it funny and he probably enjoys the role a bit more. Because whether I talk to Rob or not, he's gonna fuck me up. Shout, shout out to Rob Crawford. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's like yeah, with people you know it's fine, but if you're dropping into a a new gym and you must it, you know what? I'll actually try it for the crack. Giving it the, the next, when we do the way day, I'll, I'll talk shit I'll, to someone. Uh, I'll be like, I don't know that guy. I just we just happen to walk in at the same time. Like, I'll just say, um, I didn't mean anything by it, but if you go back and listen to my podcast, episode. <laughs> shameless plug at, at a stranger's gym. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'm just happy to be back on the mats really after what was it about, about four weeks ago now? Yeah, yeah you so. were really like you were sorry, you were out properly there for um, for two weeks, weren't you? Like like properly out, out like no training, do you know not sparing like and all yeah, that. Like, um, was it might have even been a bit longer? Was it? Yeah, it, it kind of ties in with the question that I actually wanted to get into um, today. So you know we were going to talk about kind of everything that's going on and um, you know the shit that's going on in the jiu-jitsu world, but we can actually just go straight into that and then last we like to loop back loop back round um so yeah it was Varhan actually a couple of weeks back uh, before the squish episode we didn't have time to ask on the squish episode was uh he was sort of effectively saying he's a blue belt who hasn't trained for about six months due to overworking luckily he's changing jobs and needs advice i think he was injured a bit as well needs advice getting back into it other than to just turn up advice so yeah one of the things i wanted to ask you was like what was your you know your longest layoffs from from jiu-jitsu because other than covid this rib injury for me is the is the longest i've been unable to do any jiu-jitsu and then like you know my first ro- proper roles were yesterday i think um that's a good one now actually i think when i went home and i couldn't i got sick when i went home and i couldn't train but that was true sickness but without training i kind of went i never really stopped training unless i was sick in which case i wasn't going into um because it didn't want to infect anyone else but there was a period where I was just kind of not happy with where I was in jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. And I used to go to the pub a couple of times a week. And uh, I just wouldn't bother training. I'd say it's easier to go to the pub. Yeah. Fuck it. But I, I'd definitely get one or two sessions in a week. But, like, you know, I like three or four. And, um, tr- like, three would be the bare minimum. Like, But I was getting two in. And I think I did one one week. And yeah, but that's still, you know, that's still semi-consistent. You're just being yeah. a bit shit. But like, I, in terms of like extended layoffs, where you don't, where you don't do any jiu-jitsu or don't roll at all. I, I think, and I know it's a shit thing to say because I was thinking about this when he asked it, and I was saying, it depends on how much you want it, really, because it, you'll always put t- time into things that you want, won't you? So like, I mean, whether it's drinks with friends or even just going to call over and see your mate. I mean, because. Time is precious, isn't it? And I think maybe it could be a mixture of um, maybe you're feeling a bit bad about where you are in it. Because like, that happens to me, as I say, it's like a roller coaster. I'm up and down my, how I feel about jiu-jitsu the whole time. But I think that showing up, and it's such a fucking cliche thing to say that people say, oh, just show up. But it does help. It's If, if you're there, like, even a bit. And Bobby Churchhouse even said the same thing um, Last week he was like, I didn't think he was, he was talking about, oh, I didn't know I was going to get back into it. He'd done three classes and he's like, I wish I hadn't left. Yeah. And I, but it mightn't be like that you do three classes and it might, it might take you four weeks. It's a different spark in everyone. And maybe you're going, after a long layoff, you'll come back and you'll feel shit and you have shit rolls. And then it might even send you into more of a depression. Would, like, would you they know? say uh, discipline will take you a lot further than motivation will? You yeah. Know, in the sense that, like, look, it's good to be motivated and, uh, you know, you do... You do need to be motivated to come back. So it's like, like we were t- when we were talking about coming back from injuries, it's like find that thing that you know when you first started jujitsu, that fun that made you want to want to keep it up. Maybe stop focusing too much on the winning and the losing. Yeah, focus. don't don't be worrying about tapping like exactly. That. Focus on something specific that you want that you find fun a specific part of the game. Whether it's like guard passing, whether it's like mm. look, you could just be like, I just want to learn to bear and bowl, or I just want to go upside down. And, uh, you know, you could just focus on, on, you know, getting into positions to do that. And if you find yourself like doing something you enjoy, then it you know, becomes less of an effort. Yeah, even, I suppose that's a good point. You could even like just do positional parents, just if you like taking people back saying, do you mind if we drill for a while? 
I mean, that's what I wanted to do yesterday. I want, I, like, I sat out three rounds, and as I was talking to you today, Jordan Text, like, I'd never sat out three rounds in, in as long since I started Jiu Jitsu. I can't remember ever sitting out three rounds. I've sat out one, I don't think I've sat out two, but three in a row, never, never happened in my life. And Steve, uh, shout out Steve, the fucking absolute Iron Man, he was like standing across the room with his hands in the air going, Mike, you're going to roll at me. And I'm like, no, I couldn't be asked. And he's like, I'll leave a start from guillotine. And I was like, no, I just can't be fucked. <laughs> I did, like, even the joke didn't pick me up, like, you know, which. Fucking, if you know me, like I just love guillotines. I'll go from even when they're not there. Like, I'll, I'll lose a good position <laughs> to go for a submission that isn't there. But um, I, yeah, I think it, it's very hard to speak to other people's mental um, thing, like like how they feel, you know, their, like their attitude towards things. But I think getting in the door will bring you fifty percent there, and it mightn't be the rolling with people, but other people. It's like you say, you find someone fun, someone you know. Maybe yeah. try and stick around. Someone you have a crack with yeah. as well. Like maybe if it's not even something specific within jiu-jitsu, it's like people you have a crack with. And I know that in Vian's situation specifically, he's moved from ready. Yeah. So that might be part of part of it. You might not have the same little community that he had at, at Matt House, but you don't. You're not going to build that by not turning up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like unfortunately, it is going to be a bit awkward again. It is going to be a bit bit shit. But like I don't know when when you've had layoffs or when you've not been able to train. Like because for me, the obviously. Covid was the longest layoff I've had because I just moved down here. Whereas, like you know, we were talking to uh, talking to Andrew last week, and he was in his little Covid El Cabino, the Covid oh, gym, yeah. <laughs> and like you know, I know that, or allegedly, I think some of the people from my old gym up north were still training through Covid because they had like you know that community already built, and people, yeah. and I, we obviously, you know, Zach told the story about when you know kind of come over with his gi and his yeah. tool bag as if he was going to do work on the house. But I had just moved down here, so didn't have that, that community, so wasn't really training at all through Yeah, I'm sick of the squish. Um, squish was, like, training, because yeah. he, he had the garage with Aidan, and he brought James, I think, one of the yeah. lads in with him to train, two white belts getting trained by a black, well, a brown belt and a purple belt at the time. And I just think, like, oh, my God, that would have been magic. Like, I would have went every evening, no problem. Like, I would, And I would have paid. Yeah, I did, yeah. But, yeah, and, like, now, you know, we... Yeah, it's hindsight's great, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, now we'd be part of that, but obviously we didn't know these guys at this point. Yeah. So it was like, for me, that was the longest layoff. And then, yeah, it's been four, I think it was three weeks of no rolling at all, and then flow rolling just for a week. So I think this is my fourth week, uh, fifth week, sorry, and I've just come back to rolling with people lighter than me yesterday. Yeah, but to, to be fair, like you were coming in and you were doing the, even though I remember you came in, you tried to do the far run, and said, no, that fucked the hip, but you still stayed and done the. Yeah. the technique and then like you came you were going three times a week and doing technique like I mean yeah, three, three or four I went back yeah. because my, my routine's normally like Monday Wednesday Friday Saturday so yeah. you know if I was Same. yeah I was pretty much doing that if I was in town on the Saturdays mm. I was doing it um, but that was what I was going to ask because like for me after Covid after my ribs like the, it, it was never difficult to come back and like you know has it ever been tough? Like because for me, I, I I really really enjoy enjoy the training. So it's never like I never feel like you know there might be a little bit of anxiety of like oh am I going to be unfit? Am I going to be shit at jiu-jitsu? Which is the answer is usually yes to both. But um, I don't <laughs> But um, yeah, like there's never I, you know I'm always like kind of chomping at the bit for want of a better saying to to get back in there. So I wondered like do you ever find it difficult getting back on the mats? Because um, not to get in there, but as I said, like I'll probably substitute my time uh, for something else. And it's usually alcohol, to be fair. Like I'll just say it to the missus, oh, I don't have to cook tonight. Um, man, I'll take, we'll go down to the fucking, go across the road to O'Neill's or whatever. I'll get you a fucking 
we have two dinners and I can have a flake of pints then and it's just a good excuse yeah. and it, it, I do miss it though um, and I actually wish I could train more than I'm training now but um, yeah it's it's hard to do fucking five five but five hours my body doesn't five, hold up yeah. if, I, if I was like cause I normally do between five and seven hours but once like when I was doing the comp prep I was doing about seven to nine and my body just started falling falling apart like the rib pop injury was like a real freak freak accident it wasn't like a I think that that's the same thing that happened to Connor lately as well with his knee. He was just stretching his knee and something popped like. Yeah, his meniscus is. Um, yeah, shout out Connor. He's obviously got surgery coming up soon. Coach Connor. He'll be back on back on the mats. He, hopefully, we're doing a my uh, BJJF in October, London. So uh, we were right. talking about that yesterday. Do right. that, and then the English Open as a as his return from triumphant return from injury. So uh, yeah, looking forward to getting. Him back on the mats and rested up, but yeah, the reason I ask about finding it difficult coming back is because, like, you know, obviously, if you'd want to train jiu-jitsu, go train jiu-jitsu. Or the more you do it, the easier it will become. The more you build a community. But also, on the flip side of that, there's no obligation. No, you no, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to train jiu-jitsu. No. You know, we, we nobody, both... nobody will miss you if you're gone too long. They'll just, and then when you're back, you'll be welting with open arms. Might be the same in every other gym, but. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, whenever you you're back in Reading and you train it, train at Matt you'll always be welcome. But like, mm. if, you know, if you're not not feeling it, take a bit of time off, do other stuff, do yeah. fun, do explore other hobbies. I, take I up actually, singing. I, I get FOMO for um, competition now. To be honest, That's, do you? Yeah, yeah. Like seeing you compete there lately, and I haven't booked anything still, and um, that kind of a return to competition now is something that's actually really bothering me in the back of my mind. I'm mad to get in, but I don't feel I'm good enough. And I, you'll never really ever think you're good enough, but do you know when you're not having good sessions and then you're going competing? It's like you're already going in a bad mindset. So maybe that's like the kind of similar thing for that's, you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, I, that's exactly how I feel. It's like I haven't done competition and I'm not going to count the last one because didn't prepare, didn't do anything. What, was that the yeah, Europeans, all stars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because we all know that I was that that was actually that was the, that was the time when, when I was you, drinking. When you collapsed, <laughs> like, yeah, collapsed yeah. in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But, yeah um, no, I don't know, man. I, I really want to get back in comps. I'm looking at that sorry open, but it's a couple of weeks away, and don't think I'm ready. Don't have a gas tank. I've, gas tanks get worse. Yeah, it's because you always have drink it. Yeah. Not always, like yeah, enough, <laughs> enough. It's, it's <laughs> to... You see, an Irish, an Irish from an Irish person's perspective, out drinking like would be every day, and it would be like six pints every day. Whereas if you only had one or two every day, that's not really drinking a lot. But yeah, so yeah, you've got to rip the bandaid off and just yeah. sign up for a comp, start doing the fucking off the mat work to get your cardio up, or just. No, I, just, I need stop, to put in stop sitting out rounds and build your cardio up by just getting <laughs> getting more reps on the mat and, yeah. um, and if you want to fall in love with jiu-jitsu again come back to mat house for a few days roll with people you know remember how much you enjoy actually doing it and mm. then bring that newfound or rekindled passion back to your old gym in, uh, or back to the new gym in London sorry and uh, hopefully then you'll be able to build a bit of momentum remembering you know the things you enjoyed about it from a uh, from Matt House, that would be my advice. Yeah, I, to be, I'll be honest, like I'm really enjoying the training at the moment because um, the train, the training. No, I'm only on test, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the um, lost my train of thought there. But no, all the blue belts that were promoted in um, at the last grading, there's um, there were so many people on the mat the first Monday after grading that um, there was like fifteen. Well, I won't say fifteen. There was like seven or eight people had to sit down off the mat, and we have a big, we have a big space, like yeah, yeah. And I just thought that's so cool. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying that there's a lot more people. And I, I, 
I don't fancy my chances against Latham. I put I put a story up there yeah. last night going in and I was like, what fucking new blue belt is going to fuck me up tonight and tap me? And one of the lads who's not to do it, he just goes, Jesus, my Christ, have, my, Jesus Christ, Mike, have a bit of fucking positivity before you're going in there anyway, will you? Self-respect. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, Dom said that at promotion, didn't he? He's like, if you, if you think any of these guys isn't worth the belt I'm giving him, he's like, you have a role with them. Yeah. Tell me, tell me it's easy. He gave him a good show and it, it was a funny thing last night. I, I'm just I'm going to spill it out there even though he, had, he was going around with a blue belt in the advanced class. I was like, I thought it was for someone who missed it. And we were all, we were, myself and yourself included, right side going, geez, you're going to get someone in the blue oh, belt. Oh, in the beginner class before, yeah, the, yeah, beginner before class. the advanced one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'd say like one of them must have thought it because he was walking around the mats with the blue belt. And uh, next thing he just ended the class and all got blue belt. And I went up to him after and I said, oh, I said, you're after leaving us all down there. I said, and I'd say a few of those people are probably after feeling like they got a gut punch. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, you're walking around with a blue belt in your hand before you did the thing. And that's when you normally give them is at yeah. the end. And he's like, if you wanted a blue belt, they should have came to the graduation. So the grading. <laughs> or the grading, sorry. It was literally just like taunting him. It was, it was actually hilarious. So it turned out someone, sorry, Mike, I talked into the mic. It turned out that somebody had actually... Um, borrowed a blue belt and was given it back, washed, and that's what it was. Phenomenal, eh? Phenomenal the way it turned out. Eh? You could see a few hungry eyes there. The eyes were wide open. People had their belts tied. They were all sitting up correctly. <laughs> it's always nice um, after the gradings, you know, the fresh fresh belts. Mm. Everyone, uh, everyone, you know, you get a bit of a shuffle around in the classes as well because obviously a lot of the guys that don't come to advance start coming to advance. Advanced, yeah. And it's nice, to, uh, it's nice to get those new roles and those new looks. Mm. Um, obviously... None of them were actually down last night when we were we were down there. Or they, I didn't roll. With there, there was a couple of them I didn't roll, but I'm down there. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I think a few of them listen. A few of them have uh, well have listened previously anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, shout out a lot, of, a lot of good guys. Yeah, if you're new blue belt in my house, shout yeah. out to you. We'll shout see you some stage I'll, in the match. I'll learn all your names gradually. I promise. You, you'll get you'll get one of your first taps Mike, of new the new Mike, advanced guys off me. So Mike just come looking. Uh, Mike won't remember your name maybe ever, but uh, I'll uh, I'll definitely get get through them all gradually. Replace the replace the numbers with names, but uh, but yeah, from uh, from getting back onto the mats, you kind of mentioned something about what was it in the chat that you wanted to talk about? Was it Jim Jim Nemesis is oh yeah, nemesis. yeah yeah. Whenever anyone says the word nemesis, I always uh, think of that that quote. Do you know Do you know what nemesis means? A righteous infliction of retribution manifested by an appropriate agent, personified, in this case. By an horrible cunt, me. Bricked up, greatest night. Yeah, from from snatch, bricked up. Um, so, what what does nemesis mean to you, Michael? I used to think Aiden was my nemesis. To be fair, um, I don't I don't think I have one at the minute. But um, Aiden was just going around darsing me all the time. He's just a young lad, and I think when I think when we first started, I might have like tapped him once or twice or something like that, well, so a for, couple of times. But for the few people that don't know Aiden, just quick backstory. Oh, yeah. he, was one of the lads that trained in the like COVID lockdown. He was a white belt man that was, you know, his old man was a purple belt and uh, his best one, his old man's best mates was a brown belt. Now a black belt, Luke, episode five. Squish, episode 15 is the is the brown yeah. belt. And uh, yeah, they just got loads and loads of mat hours in. So we came to a mat house having... Uh, after COVID. After COVID. Doing a, about two years of training. There's a white belt that was like, yeah, had a solid amount of mat experience and yeah, broke a lot of hearts. I, I'll be honest, like I'm just going to shout him out. I'm not going to name names or anything, but like he tapped everyone from white to purple with darses, like and like highly skilled people, like who are getting darsed. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I won't as I say I'm not going to name names. Shout out to Aiden though. He's back around again. Um, he's because uni's off, so we're seeing him on the mats again. 
So it's good to see the cocky little box around. And I know for people that aren't from around, but just imagine someone that's really young and cocky and annoying and that can fucking submit oh, you. And that's Aiden. <laughs> all the worst bits of a, like, a young 20 year old. Yeah. Imagine that. And he's actually a nice fellow, but he's just yeah, a pure prick right. in the mat. He's, he's all right, mate. He's all right. Uh, but yeah, so what, what does it mean to you? So you say you thought it was. So at that point, what did you think a nemesis was? Cause, I yeah, just think I it's think someone that you're always going to um, roll against. Well, I think you'd. I think there'd have to be a little bit of. I don't want to say hate. Um, I don't want to say competition either. Competitive spirit. I don't want to say competition because, like, you know, I'm competitive with everyone. But I think like this is someone you really want to. Like, it, it means something to you to tap. Yeah. And like your roles mean something. So it probably goes against them. But I don't really think I have that with anyone. I think I go with everyone with the same uh, kind of thing. I don't I don't have Because yeah, I think there's an important distinction between like a, a nemesis in terms of like what I see a nemesis as is in What do you think is a nemesis it's in like, your opinion? It's like worse than an enemy for me. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I, I I'd like to hope that I don't have any Jim nem nemesises. Nemesis, Nemesai, but, uh, Nemesai <laughs> or whatever the word is. Um, I'm hoping I don't have any, but um, you know, if somebody sees me as their, as their nemesis, then fair Big play. I'm kind of, kind of happy to wear that. <laughs> yeah, happy that'd be to, good. Happy to wear that title. So, you know, it sounds kind of gangster. But uh, no, I'm, obviously, there's people you're chasing, right? That for me has always been a big thing. Like there are people that like you're chasing, and there are people that you know. It's it's on with. Like obviously, there's yeah, yeah, blue, certain certain roles. There's a blue belt. There's like a without naming people, you know, a purple belt and a brown belt that are both very technical and both my weight. Mm -hmm. And they're obviously people I'm chasing in terms of I learn a lot from the roles, they're better than me, and I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, those moments when I catch something or get close to catching mm -hmm. them with something, then those are like, those are really like important moments or like moments that stand out. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people that, you know, where it's, it's on site, that like yeah. the guys that you, the guys that you kind of got promoted with, that you know that whenever you have a role, that it's gonna be like it's good spirits and fun. There's no, yeah. there's no. There's some people that give hard roles as well, which I don't really see as things either. But I find that like you get this competition kind of role. Like oh, there's, there's some guys that just give you a competition role every time you roll them. It's like Jesus Christ, like you know what I mean. Hold, it, keep it for the competition or compete. Like you know what I mean. But I mean, that makes you better as well. I think we talked about that as well. Yeah, we, guy, we yeah. did in the rough roles and at first it's like tough roles. Yeah. yeah, and that's like uh, like Barnsley for me. Um, you know, they're always just like cardio intense, like tough, really competitive. Yeah. But um, there's no, there's no real spirit there. I think if if I felt like a nemesis, to be honest, mate. Like I, when, I think the gym, the gym culture is too good in our place to have a nemesis to have anyone to have someone that is. You know, that much. you know, you were talking about egos at the yeah. at the start. Like uh, whenever I think uh, to have there has to be a bit of ego involved for the whole nemesis thing yeah. to come around. And for me, if ever I feel that, and like don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm. I'm there's been more than one occasion where, like, you know, I've either had a tough role with someone new or, like, someone's caught me in something that, like, I, I'm not happy with. And, uh, you know, if I ever feel that sort of competitive spirit building with someone in the gym where it's becoming not not a fun competitive spirit, yeah, yeah. it's becoming a little sour, I will go out of my way to kill them with kindness and start being like, you know right, mate, and try and find some common ground yeah, with yeah. them so that then so, I'm like, yeah. oh, this guy's my mate again now. So then it becomes, a, a, you know, a, a It's all in your own head, isn't it? A good nature. Yeah, I'm a fucking lunatic. <laughs> no, I, I, I respect exactly what you're saying. There's yeah. five different people. It's like I said to you, when you go home, I'd be talking to and the shampoo bottle is telling me, yeah, you should fucking kill him. And the conditioner says, no, nah, man, you need to chill the fuck out, you know? But yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, yeah, you need those people though that you've got a good competitive spirit with. We've got a good little, 
Yeah, there's, I, think, a, I think I think no matter what what way you're um, what way you like to roll or whether it's competition or seriously or just for fun, I think there's someone there's more than one person to fit all those things in our gym. So like I think we're fairly lucky that way. If you're looking for this kind of a role, you can you know you can get these three or four people. If you're looking for a harder role, you know you get these three or four people. If you're trying to go against someone you know is going to fuck you up and you're just going to try to give it your guest, you have that. I mean, it, it's fairly... Because I think everybody else has their own mind as well, don't they? Their own ego and stuff, how they roll. Some people don't want to be hard. They want to be more technical. And it, 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 Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, no, that coming back from this injury, actually, it's the first time, like, you know, when, when I was maybe a white belt, I never... Went, like, I had a few injuries then, but was never really good enough to appreciate it like mm. you know I was kind of definitely a two-speed white belt I either wasn't rolling or I was going 100% yeah. that was that was it where but now coming back from this injury I, I you know actually having people that I can roll with knowing that they're going to be mm. you know super dialed in at the like, tempo I need they're going to be aware of where the injuries are and like having so many rolling partners that are actually able to kind of work around an injury work around injury. even people that I know are very very hard roles mm. like you know so, uh, yeah, I'm just. It's good. It's a good. It's a sign of a good, good, good gym culture, and if if you know your yeah. your rolling partners are able to give you the looks you need, regardless of what spot you're in. I guess it, we've said that a million times. But yeah, what you're saying? I was saying when I was rolling with Squish before, my elbow was fucked. Every time I got armbar, I was like, "Look, my right arm's fucked," and he's like, "Fine." And he just elbowed me on my left arm about ten times. Aaron bears on the left arm every time. Like, I was like, "All right, that sound," but it was so hilarious as well. Like you know, oh, the left one's fucked as well. It, 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 that he just kept going for it. it. Was like, he's like, "Well, you said your right one's fucked, so I'm going to go for the left." But um, sorry, yeah, we're shouting the crap out of that house, but it, yeah. it deserves it anyway. It is. Yeah, no, we've, we've done enough. We haven't done any away days recently. No, nah, man, we must book something. In, um, yeah, I was saying that. Like, um, like Zach, shout out Zach. Um, he was. Posting, I think. Sex Smart episode 10. Yeah, London Grapple. Um, I think it was he was at today and he was saying that there's a taco spot nearby, so I'm doubling for that. So Yeah, I, I'm up for anything. Some jiu-jitsu and some tacos, but we will, um, yeah, there's quite a few gyms popping up, like um, in, the, in the local sphere, like, you know, maybe I'm just hearing more about some. So I think, yeah, let's get some Saturdays and Sundays booked in and, uh, and, and yeah, head out and about. Yeah, we'll look at a bit more content for. Um, the few listeners we have and hopefully they'll enjoy it and we might expand our listenership. We might meet some cool people that we decide to decide to bring along. So just before we finish on the and I move back to what we were going to talk about at the start, like, do you have a gym nemesis at the moment then Mike? No, I, I don't no. think I ever had one. Uh, Aidan I would have thought one. You but had the illusion of one? No I don't. No okay. No I, it's not like that. I know I've had conversations about other things but no I don't ever see um, like that no. Okay. Cool. Well, I, I, w- I would go into it if I did feel that way. Like. Oh, no, I'll leave that, I'll leave that one then. I'll leave that one. <laughs> so like you, I'm not trying to say it. Yeah. I, I, I know who you're talking about, but it's not. It's not. No, I don't find that nemesis. It's boring, boring podcasting, but I'm trying to stir some shit. Sorry, guys. Um, so you, you put this in the chat. Like, what, What's going on in terms of like... Oh, it's bullshit. Yeah. We have to cover it, I feel. Do you feel... Yeah, go on, mate. I've, you, I've, the floor is yours. So, I mean... Let's will we go? We'll go Zuckerberg and um, Musk first because that's the biggest load of shite ever. Um, in my opinion, right? Um, maybe if it was a charity thing, and they set it up online and a pay per view thing, and they said because I was thinking about it after we had words, and I actually talked to Zach about it weeks ago when it was announced and that, and, and 
It's not for the UFC, okay? Don't be shoving this down my fucking throat on UFC. That's top of the top of the pops platform. It's not to watch two white belts fight, okay? We can go to a fucking local promotion to watch something like that. You know what I mean? Or, or go down, or, or go reading on a fucking two o'clock. You'll see more entertaining stuff like. It's kind I of fun watching all of that though. All of the above that you've just said, I'm I'm up for. Yeah, but they're going to make so much money off it, and they have money. Which is what I'm saying, if it was for charity, they did it on a different promotion, something like that. I just don't like seeing. Um, and this is me on my armchair, of course. Like, but I want to see UFC caliber people in the UFC. I don't want to see like the CM Punk done it. You you seen that? Wasn't worth it. Um, there's amateurs coming in that it's taking shine from people that should get it. And Dana White then like we don't like in one hand says we don't show any of the crap fights. We don't do these gimmicky stuff. And then he has the biggest gimmick in the world. The the owners, the two billionaires from two social media companies. Yeah, at least it's. Um let the Saudis do it. At least it's an even fight. Kind of, but Elon is probably fucking 10 kilos heavier and he's six foot something, isn't he? And Zuckerberg is whatever. They look bigger, aren't they? I could be wrong. I think it'll be, because they're not the same weight class either, I don't think. I could be wrong on that. No, I think he's way, I think he's way bigger, but I think yeah. um, Zuckerberg's been training longer. I don't really know much about it, to be honest. I've, I've, either way, I'm just armchair. Most, most of my engagement's through the memes, but I did see that... Um, Zuckerberg was ta- uh, training with Falcon, Izzy, and then uh, he, um, Gordon Ryan and Musk was Lex with Friedman. Lex Friedman and yeah. Danaher and that. I think, uh, you know, in terms of the crack, you'd have a much better time with Izzy and Falcon. Yeah, definitely. Like, Aussies are just, and yeah. Kiwis are fucking just I think, great. Um, yeah, because obviously he's training with Craig as well when he Craig Jones. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely the, the, route, the route I'd go. But um, I, uh, yeah, I'd definitely watch it. I'm not going to lie. I, like I told you, I, I enjoy watching. Two white belts fight to the death on the corner of the mat on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, so no, of there, course I'm going to watch. No, it. there is that. Like, but I'm just saying for the professional side of it. To everybody. Um, quick question for you: Do you know? Do you think um, Volkanovski has always had great jujitsu, or do you think we're only and we're only noticing it now because as the jujitsu community, we know who Craig Jones is and we can see him at the side of his cage and his team because he never really had to use. Like you can see, he's he's gone miles better on the ground. Yeah, I think in like, these last two fights, everyone in all the interviews I've seen about Volkanovski third party is that like he's brilliant at bringing like because obviously he's trained out in Australia. He's you've not got the as deep, especially at the top level of MMA, as deep a talent pool as you do in the states or yeah, even yeah. in Europe. But he's brilliant at getting the right people in to work with to develop his skills in mm. a certain area when he needs to. So I'd say like you know he's probably probably already had always you know he's fucking was. Ch- Champion before he started working. He's wrestling. Craig. He was he's wrestling. Done, yeah, he's yeah, done a bit of work with Craig maybe before he got the title. But anyway, like you know what I mean. He, before him and Craig met, he was an experienced MMA fighter. He's probably had. He has a. He was. He's a wrestler in Australia, a national wrestler or something as well. Did he have to beat a kangaroo? It's not really. A, <laughs> it's not. Not really a big sport there, mate. As someone who lived, you lived out there as well. Like jiu-jitsu and grappling is huge there now, but wrestling, like it's not like got the wrestling culture like America has. It's a bit more yeah, like yeah. here in terms that's, of. That's like, fair, yeah. Yeah, so or Dagestan, <laughs> but yeah, I think he's just a hard-working motherfucker, and I think that shows. And so when yeah. he's got the right people in the room, he asks the right questions and puts in the grind. And I think he's my favorite champion. I think it's I think, it was, not to like any. It was Izzy, but like the way Izzy's carrying on there, oh, fucking lady, I couldn't be arsed with him. It's, it's tough not to like, that's for sure. Um, um, yeah, so, so the other one then yeah, was from one clown show to another. Yeah, one. so more your forte, um, as you've done a bit of it, and I, I don't really have much interest in it, but. And look, shout out to guys that can get money and get, do you know what I mean, get the bag as they say. But um, 
Fury versus Ngannou. Yeah, I mean, happy for Francis, isn't it? Like, yeah, no, you're always. I'm, I'm not. I never begrudge. Yeah. Um, what like, I really detest about this is that Fury's an active champ. Yeah. In a sense, like, yeah. he shouldn't be. This like, I'm not a fan of the the Mayweather exhibitions. You know, it's kind of go out gracefully once you once you've done your like, boxing match. The McGregor one was a big money fight. Fair enough. End it on that. Yeah. You know, at least that. Was yeah, we've a seen it. At least that was a sanctioned boxing match. But whilst you're an active belt holding champion doing an exhibition match, like. Even if it is loads of money, it's kind of like I don't know. I can't. Like I'm armchairing, like you say. You know what I mean? I'm. Yeah, but it's not like. But, it, do you think it, like the Saudis are organising that? And I was like, I don't. Th- um, they reckon like did they say Floyd didn't get even paid some of the money he was owed or something out of that McGregor fight or something. No, I think it's that like Floyd doesn't pay people when it's his oh, promotion. Sorry, yeah, yeah, but, okay. but again. We're all talking about slander Floyd, but um, allegedly, fuck, fuck Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, woman beating piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh man, if you <laughs> listen to this, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah if you listen, <laughs> we don't want to listen. Yeah, he's got that much, that much time on his hands. But no, um, yeah, I don't know. I, again, if you're in Ungarno fight, I'm going to watch it. But again, with yeah. like with the Musk one, I'm not going to pay for either of them. I'll be honest. I'll probably just watch highlights. Because, I, I mean, I don't think I ever watched fucking any of the latest box, and that's why I'm saying I'm complete armchair on this. Saying I'm not going to pay for it, we're going to get kicked off of Spotify now, aren't we? Zuckerberg, and it's owned by... Is Spotify it, is owned by one of them, is I, it? I think so. I don't think so. Oh, maybe not. Cool. Well, um, I could be wrong. I don't know. Free. We'll, have to, we'll have to Google afterwards. Yeah, and man. See. Fuck it. But yeah, so... Yeah, so. Simulation's definitely broken though, eh? Like we've got this madness going on. Yeah, it's just like fucking maybe there's an opportunity for this podcast to grow in the fucking outside of our own little bubble. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um there was um, something else actually I wanted to touch on today that I was gonna say if, um we were so I'll set the scene actually very quickly. We it was I sent Mike a podcast. Um I'm I'm really, really into like folklore and kind of shit like that. But I'm also um like quite quite like you know, anything that's athletic and, and shit. So I don't know, people that have seen it will be aware of it. It was really big in Iceland and Scotland, like stone lifting, like where oh, there'll yeah. be these stones at these kind of... Um, the Denny stones are Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah semi-sacred yeah. sites where people, they'll have a lot of like, they'll be steeped in tradition. Like there's one in Iceland, for example, which is in like a famous fishing village. And back in the day, before you were allowed to be a fisherman, you had to lift that stone. Mm. It was like a rite, a rite of passage. And um, it turns out this was actually like a tradition that um, was common in Ireland as well, but it kind of went away during the famine. And uh, I was listening to a podcast on yeah. that, and I was like, this is a, this is a sick listen, uh, listen to it. But um, someone else who's been big into the stones that's also big in the jiu-jitsu community is Dan Strauss, the Raspberry Ape. So I said to Mike, like... I was uh, wondering where this was going. About this. And uh, the Mike's, Mike's response, like Mike knew who he was, and um, said something about... About it looking like a, a, a yoke up the nose from hospital, but that like that I did slanderous look, I, comment aside, that this isn't why I wanted to bring it up. I'm not just throwing you under the bus. His reply, I was like, he what do you mean his beard? And Mike was like, oh yeah, I can never see a beard. So, is in you just don't ever see beards, or is it something that you? No, I didn't mean it like that. I meant that I could never see his beard. His beard. I, I actually, I just thought no, I, I couldn't. When I said I couldn't see the beard, I meant I didn't know that that was hair. Oh, it must and have just been your vernacular in yeah, the way, in the way, the way I, you said it. Oh, fuck, it's not as funny as I thought. I thought you actually had a I thing where, where you couldn't see bits. People would look so weird. But oh, uh, like, no, I couldn't. Well, I meant this. I couldn't see the beard as in, or beards, his beard, because I thought he would actually had one of them things that goes up your nose when you're in hospital going across his face. like. And then you said, 
we went a couple of lines longer. I think you said, you mean the pigment of the colour of his beard? And I was like, ah, gotcha. And then I zoomed in and went, yeah, you fucking idiot. But that's just me, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry to go down. I was wondering what you were saying about beards. No, no, yeah, too, yeah. Um, that's just me um, and the way I write. If, if yeah, you're ever in a text com- conversation with me, you probably don't understand what I'm saying half the time. And if you've talked to me in person and you're not from Ireland, you probably don't have a fucking clue what I'm saying half the time either. Yeah, half, half the listeners have... <laughs> I like like what you're saying, Ken, but I can't can't understand the other fella. But um yeah, have you got anything else you wanted to wanted to bring up today? Are we gonna Oh man, up? um dunno, just uh, fucking we'll see how we're going with training and that. You know, I'm actually I was enjoying it like fuck last week and this week is just taking a fucking nose dive, so listen for more depressing things than me. I'm actually getting really good with this, um Lucas taught me this cradle, yeah, and starting to hit a lot of submissions from that, and I, I think um, it's actually starting to grow in my game, but I think it's getting to the point now where, and I don't I don't know, actually, this is actually something, maybe I can ask you about this. Um, so the guillotine, obviously, I often go for it, and it's not there, um, and throw myself under the bus, so now I'm doing it with the cradle, because I'm really liking it, and I'm, I, can, I can hold people there fairly well when I get it in, and I have to make little adjustments on it, but I'm getting better and better, and, and it's not like... Um, the guillotine because the guillotine is a submission whereas the cradle I can work two submissions off it or um, I can get to mount or etc etc so you like, can work it's a control uh, position yeah. yeah so I can control and try and work around going whereas guillotine is just a straight up submission and I'll probably hit that more than I should but I'm I'm trying to work with it uh, have you found something that when you because like you have a couple of submissions you like to run from one to another have you found that you've put a lot of time into one that um, didn't uh, what would you say it didn't give back the time you've put into it that you said, no, I just have to abandon this and you went for something oh, else. Like. like when you went with the question, by the way, I was like, thought you were going to ask something very specific to the position. No. And I was going to be like, I am not the man to ask about <laughs> this. This is not a jiu-jitsu kind of um, strategy kind of podcast too much, but you can ask like Luke or someone. But then, yeah. Um, to be honest, mate, because of the positions and the kind of uh, like the sequences that I do a lot, I mm. haven't ever been like, I'm going to put a load of time into this position. Instead, mm. I was like, I keep finding myself in, in this, this position. position. Let's get really good at it. Okay. So it, it was kind of like, you know, armbars arm and different armbar setups are something, something I do a lot. But that mm. was like, at white belt, I didn't, you know, at white belt, I wanted to have a bit more design in terms of like, you know, delusions of grandeur. I wanted my game to look like this or look like yeah. that. Um, but in reality, I wasn't finding myself in those positions frequently enough as mm. a white belt to practice them. So then I ended up playing to my strengths and then yeah. that ended up building. I think, you know, we talked about kind of building a game and I think that does happen somewhat organically in a sense. Yeah. That like your, your natural body type will dictate certain things that work well or badly for you. Your mm. natural athleticism, your strength, all your attributes will help play into your skills. Yeah, I, I think what you're saying there is finding yourself in the same position. Um and like when I can't pass half guard is a position that I find myself in a bit and cradle is a good position from that and if you can get your if you can actually get out of the half guard and have it it's fucking but you mean in like top half uh, no you still have it but yeah. you're actually your two legs are right. free so I'm usually still in half guard while holding cradle yeah, and yeah. I can get a submission from there okay. so like it's it actually helps more I think if you're locked up into me well yeah it's First technical thing I've ever asked about jiu-jitsu. Maybe nice. I'm maybe I'm growing. <laughs> yeah, no, man, lots of lots of positive stuff. But yeah, we'll get some uh, we'll get some road trips in. So we've got some some different content. I um I haven't actually spoken to you about this, but Benny might be about next weekend. So I was going to say, like, 
not next weekend, around next week when we're recorded and he's fucking off to Asia in a, was he? In, in, a, in a week or so. So it might be good to uh, give him a little last hurrah, have him on as one of the boys, like we yeah, did yeah, Tommy Crianche and just talk some shit. He's uh, going to be doing us an intro and outro, but we haven't really given yeah, him any, anything about that. Well, to be fair, we haven't given him any creative input. He asked for he asked yeah. me what we're looking for and I was like, looking for you to make it, to be honest, mate. I, I went on ChatGPT and got us to write a poem about us, which is fucking hilarious. But uh, I have to actually give one shout out. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, Blue Eyes Ben. Um, he tattooed himself. <laughs> and yeah, I've, I've never met that guy, but he follows me on Instagram off the back of the podcast. Yeah. We follow each other. and like, Looks like he lives a cool life, man. He seems yeah. like the sort of geezer I'd get on with. Yeah, no, he, he's, he's safe as fuck. But uh, he, he gave himself swallow tattoo his class. But uh, unfortunately, I think he missed the mark by giving himself a swallow tattoo. But... I said, can I get a shout out on the podcast? I and I said, it. for he's, sure. He's yeah, yeah. In anyway, so got... No, he's, he sound, um, we must, we'll get down to Monkey Mutai, I think it's called, in Maidenhead, um, yeah, some yeah. Mission Rappel. Um, yeah, we'll, I'll get, we'll, some, get some roles in. But yeah, no, like I say, follow along with his journey. Like yeah, because he said, um, he's, he was asking actually, when does when's the next time we might be calling down? And uh, I said, I couldn't really answer because we're trying to, we were actually having, we're trying to, start our own little thing on Sundays for maybe getting ready for a comp or something. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll talk more give, about it if give, we... Give it in a few weeks, let my ribs get better and then, yeah, hopefully chat about that a bit more as well. Yeah, if, if it goes down that way. But in between, maybe we might do a bit of... might see Impact MMA again, maybe hit another gym in Salisbury, see Jack in London, maybe a few bits and pieces here and there. Okay, we'll see knows. what happens. Well, anyway. We might do fuck all. And yeah, we might, yeah. Tune, tune in to find out, guys. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's basically... You happy enough? Yeah, you man. I think uh, I think we, that's reaching its natural conclusions. Where do people get at us if they want yeah, to so do anything, Mike? DJ and BJJ um, for a pod for everything. Um, can you like if you can follow the Spotify and if you can uh, five star rating, please. All that kind of crack. Yeah, yeah. like, follow, share, subscribe. But um, the rating thing has boost. It boosts, and if you download the podcast. In, um, as well, it actually helps. Now you don't look. I don't care if you, well, you're good enough to listen. I'm not going to be bothered if you do. But if you have the time to download it, that'd be perfect as well because it goes. It gets us up in do the it. charts. We do were it on your work Wi-Fi. Download yeah. it. No cost to yourself. You just yeah. listen. listen I mean, for thirty seconds we, and, and delete. We, we, we went from fi- we went from fifty-two to ninety-two in the wrestling. I watch the pods every now and again, but we're in the top one hundred of wrestling. And I mean, Craig Jones was number six, like. So yeah. that'll tell you. But then you're also lumped in with the WWE. I know people probably don't care, but it's just uh, something that I found. Because um, there is no BG, BJJ um, no tag. Is tag. It? It's, it's wrestling. wrestling. But everybody seems to go under wrestling or MMA. And I think uh, if we went under MMA, I think we might actually be in a little bit further uh, up. No, fuck it. We're closer to wrestling than we are wrestling, to MMA. Yeah. For sure, a bunch of oddballs here. But um, yeah, please follow and share us, lads. And you know, if you have any comments, any feedback, there's a WhatsApp group. DM Instagram is always the best. Yeah. Um, and we we do look. We appreciate everything. We're we're hitting um, we're hitting higher numbers than we're expecting at the moment for the episodes we're putting out. And we, like we do appreciate all the listens we're getting. Yeah, fucking right. Codes. What is it? Djen ten xmarshall.com Yeah, xmarshall. Yeah, Djen yeah. ten for buy, all your buy, buy some buy some shit. It's great yeah. quality. Look at my. If you like my OnlyFans rash guard, that's where I got it. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Cheers, Mark. It's been a been yeah, good catch to, up. Good yeah, to have a catch up just the two of us again. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see what next week brings. But yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Much love. As always, plenty of nan. See you guys.